Green Room on Air. Green Room on Air. The podcast that takes you beyond the velvet curtains and into the pulsating heart of the entertainment world. Hello, everybody. This is Green Room on Air, and my name is Ray Renati, and I am the host of this podcast. We talk to famous people, not so famous people, and all kinds of people in the world of entertainment. And today is no exception. Today we are speaking with Toasters and Moose. Friends of mine, actually, Toasters and Moose. And if you don't know who Toasters and Moose are, get out from under that rock in which you are living and get out in the world because Toasters and Moose is a viral sensation on the TikTok and the YouTube and the Instagram. Their real names are Estelle Piper and Tom Shaw. Now, one day, about six months ago, I was scrolling through my Instagram and I saw the incredible hit cult song, Taste the Biscuit, sung by Toasters and Moose in the mockumentary Chickens in the Shadows. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to watch this interview because it's a little confusing, but it's also very entertaining and a lot of fun. Because once you hear the song, Taste the Biscuit, you will not be able to get it out of your head. It is the proverbial earworm. Today, my guests are Toasters and Moose. And as I said, their names are Estelle Piper and Tom Shaw, and I've known them for years. And I am so happy to have him on the show. And first, we're going to have a little clip of Taste the Biscuit. And then we're going to go right into that interview with Toasters and Moose. So you better not go away. All right. Toasters and Moose. Taste the Biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Taste the honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. Don't get that honey sauce on me. I don't like the way it tastes with my chicken wings. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Taste the butter spread. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the butter spread. To get your butter spread all on me. I don't like the way it All right, we have we have Toasters and Moose on today, otherwise known as Estelle Piper and Tom Shaw. Yeah. Piano man. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was I, I was so amazed when I was scrolling through my Instagram and I saw the biscuit song. And I said, like, Wait, I know these people. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh here you are. Yeah. 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 So uh, this is what's the name of the movie that uh, we have toasters in and moose as the stars is called chicken in the shadows is that right chickens in the shadows yes. oh yes yeah. so we shot that in a week going all over northern no way way that's how organized that virgo guy is 
Wow, he is super talented. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How did this all come about? Did he have like auditions or did you know him? Yeah. Well, in fact, Tom and I, we didn't know him. Tom and I have slightly separate, well, very separate stories. Um, I was on a casting website and I was looking to do more camera work. And I saw this and I went, oh, okay, it's going to be kind of a commitment, blah, blah, blah. So it was a long character description. She's pretty, pretty complex. She's not the nicest gal. And no. at the very end, it mean? says, <laughs> at the very end, it says, actually, her voice isn't that bad. And I went, I think I can pull that off. <laughs> and then I get cast and, and I said, oh, who's playing Moose? And he said, oh, this guy from San Francisco, Tom Shaw. So, you know, the internet was not quite in 2009 what it is today, but I Googled him and he's got a website and he's a jazz musician. He's got his own jazz trio. He's a pianist and singer. And I'm like going, I can't sing in front of a guy like that. I can act in front of a guy like that, but I can't sing. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, um, I was on Craigslist and I was looking under this category like gigs or something. I don't know. Occasionally I'd find audition i hadn't done a lot of act i've done some acting and really no film acting and i'd always wanted to be in the movies and so um there was this category i don't don't even know if craigslist is still around but it was like gigs and so yeah vincent had posted like a casting notice and he was looking for a dude who was in his mid-50s which i was um kind of overweight and uh playing a character who's a singer pianist who's mildly depressed, kind of quiet. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a lot of that was me or the me I used to be many, many years ago. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm perfect. For, and he even said singing and playing piano not required. So I thought, well, I can do that. So who knows what will happen? So I went and auditioned and got the part. And then I did the same thing. I asked him who's playing Toasters. Her name's Estelle Piper. I'd never heard of her. Our paths had never crossed. So I Googled Estelle and found out she's a playwright, a director, Shakespearean actress. I'm like, oh, shit. What have I gotten myself into? Yeah. So but you but, did it. But yeah, we sort of, uh, what is it you say, Estelle? Like, Oh, yeah. So we were both terrified, but we confessed to each other. And it was like, girl, I got your back. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm, I'm we, there for you. We complement each other. It totally worked because, I mean, it reminded me of of the old films where you had you had like the 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 Estelle kind of your character Toasters is kind of you know like out there aggressive in a way. Oh yeah, and then and then you're this Tom. You're like the perfect straight man. I mean, the fall guy. Yeah, the fall guy, and like even in the songs, like when she's singing, and and then all of a sudden you come in with a a, a kind of sharp you, and like it's just like so. I'm sorry, sorry about the eardrums. <laughs> no, but it was so perfect. It's like it's almost in tune. <laughs> right, right, right. Which is which is what makes the movie great. It everything's almost in tune. Well, and he well, writes these catchy songs. And I think yeah. he did a great job of kind of, uh, and I don't think he meant to lampoon them. I think he was kind of going, yeah, I, I mean, I love 70s music, but he makes them just catch enough that you can't get them out of your ear, but they're just a little off. Yes. So, and, 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 and I think that he 
subconsciously did correctly because you understand why these guys had one hit and one album and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Vincent writes the songs to sound kind of out of tune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, he likes and really, like, stuff. interesting and weird in a good way, uh, chord, chord changes and stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I was yes. not predictable. Yeah. No, very not. Like the, the one where you're around and around and around. <laughs> That's actually my favorite one. <laughs> Is it? The, the ceiling that I sing in the BART station, you know, yeah. that is pretty jazzy and there's a lot of changes in it. And I turned to somebody I was with at the time. And I was like, oh, my God. And he said, Estelle, these are not easy songs to sing. No. Like, and he was like, no. And I was like, oh, OK. No, they're so not. And, and If I blow it, I'll just yeah. toaster it. Right. <laughs> So, so when there were other people uh, around, were th- were those actual extras, or did you just do it and then see what how those people reacted? Yeah, how did that... he would often just take us into a situation and, and set it up beforehand, usually. Yeah, that we were coming, and you know it'd be filmed, but it would often be you know like in in the thrift shop, they just let us come in, and those were employees and customers, except for the guy with the banner. Who was our yeah. manager, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then other times we just open mic nights. So uh, when we went to Britannia Arms and that guy Hunchback played. Yeah. So he was yeah. fast, you know. Okay. Uh, and, and so that was people, really funny. Oh, yeah. But like in the BART station, people just walked up and we just rolled with it, you know. Yep. So so the in the thrift store, when you're saying when you're singing the Taste the Biscuit song, those people were actual customers and employees and stuff. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Because at first they're like looking around, like, "What the hell is this?" And then by the end of the song, they're like dancing. <laughs> and then the camera angles were so good. Um, like even even the one in the Bart station, I remember uh, he cut the he got a he saw so I think he saw it happening. There was like an old homeless woman walking up the stairs. Yeah, and as you're yeah. singing, like. There she is. And it just added so much to the to the shot. It was it was genius. Like this, like who is this guy? Yeah, and I, then I, you guys, you two had... were so you played it so straight. Yes. And that's what made it so funny. Yeah. Oh, and that's why so many people, when the song went viral last year, were like, Oh, who are these guys? When are you going on tour? And you know, like they and they think <laughs> we're a, a website. Yeah, they always think you're a couple, right? They believe that we're a real singing duo, and we yeah. that we're married. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we pulled it off and made people believe uh, it was a real thing. My, my wife and kids are going crazy because I like sometimes during almost every day I walk around, it gets in my head, and I and I can't stop singing. Taste the biscuit, taste the, and and. Uh, they can't stand it anymore. Aww. Yeah. Well, there are people who go, this thing has been in my head for two weeks or three days. <laughs> we're like, 13 years. <laughs> so I also watched the reunion uh, movie, okay. which was also oh, The video hilarious. at the, the yeah. mobile home park? Yes. That's from 2019. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, 30 dirty celebrities and the underside of fame. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy with the sandwiches, just these little things. 
Um, oh yeah, he's in the new movie too. Oh yes, yeah. the so other people. A... Yeah, I, there was uh, uh, the gal who plays the manager. She was actually an actress friend of mine who just you know stands there. She's you know, in the new movie. Uh, no, that was in the reunion oh. one. Oh, okay. Then, oh, in the reunion. Oh, yeah. She's the one just standing there. Oh, okay. And yes. And then the yes. one, then there's a guy, there's two guys on a couch that kind of go. Yes. Yes. And they were, one guy was a crew person. The other guy was a friend of hers. And then the other people who walked through it, you know, were just people that came through the clubhouse and Vince would go, <laughs> when you walk by the door, would you go like this? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, what was I going to ask? Oh, how did you uh, how did you come up with the character names? How did he like what what does toasters signify? I have an idea. I don't, you know. If you know, we, if you know more than we do. <laughs> I, you know, we ask him this stuff and he goes, "Fuck, I don't remember." Oh, that's great. But uh, yeah, I you know, I I think he just wanted something absurd um to kind of go with the absurdity of the movie. You know. And the title doesn't really mean anything either, I guess. Chickens well, they the are shadows. kind of chickens in the shadows. They do. I guess so, yeah. Well, there's, yeah there's no weird. That's yeah, about as far as I can go. <laughs> yeah, there's but no you're not chicken. I mean, you're... What's well, that? Well, I was just saying, there's there's no mention of the title in the movie. No, no. <laughs> and and no, no, neither are your real names ever used. You're only referred to as Moose and Toaster. That's toasters. not true, actually. Yeah, actually. Oh, real? Oh. Yeah. What, what are they? the using? end, actually, in the song, the, the one song he gets to sing by himself, You Shit on the Ground or whatever it's called. I say, Miss Marcy Brenham, you're such an elitist bitch. And oh, that's you? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I call you by your real name during our phone conversation, right? Oh, you do? Yep. Yeah, but that's... Oh, I didn't Mark. notice. It's Mark, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice Mark that. Mark and Marcy. Oh my oh. god! No wonder they changed their names. I mean, but there's so many funny things. Like the the the, the girl, the the young girl. Oh, I think god. she says one line, right? And she says, "I hate that." Or I hate like one. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I was waiting for her to talk. It's like okay. I know. And when they we drop her off, and and Don Allen gives her a twenty dollar bill. So we'll be back tonight. Yeah. And, and then it was we at some boring place that a teenager or adolescent would never want to be. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, some and then kind we never of... see her again in the movie, which is... Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Or she did and, and spend the... our tips on a damn bear, so... Or a mask That's, or whatever. Yeah, your tips. Your tips. I'm like, I was like, yeah, you got tips? <laughs> who? Were... So, um, the guy who plays... His name is... The guy who plays your manager? Yeah. So, so in the first scene when he's when I see him, or the second scene, I guess, I'm like, no way, come on, this is ridiculous. And then he kept up that personality the whole movie. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh my god, I actually know this guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've known a few people. You know, yeah, a he few was people very like good. This my- he was very good. Yeah, I mean, he just he keeps up the over the top kind of goofy he was like, like to me he was like if robert preston had a cousin yeah, yeah. and and, and was, like yeah sorry. hopelessly enthusiastic about everything like it will never get down on until you leave yeah yeah we'll go to that laundromat cafe <laughs> so, they really had a place like that i guess oh yeah oh the brainwash cafe 
Yeah. yeah. In San Francisco, that was a very popular spot. I remember that. For years. In fact, yeah. most of the locations are no longer there. Malibu it's, Grand Prix, the Brainwash Cafe, Epi's Cafe, Panama Red, a uh, little club that we sing Rock Your Body Home in. I can't remember. The, the thrift store in Los Banos. Oh, Long gone. Yeah. But we're Britannia still Arms is still there, right? I think so. It's, maybe they may have moved maybe that chain is still you know around yeah oh what's the yeah. other place uh louise was that in sacramento where we did the chopin scene oh that one yeah <laughs> i don't know i wasn't there for that one the yeah. chopin cover band that oh was my great. god i love that guy who played the leader of that band yeah yeah he was playing like air guitar the whole time honor <laughs> not chopin not bloody we play chopin I loved it when they were arguing over Mozart and Chopin. Barry, who played Barry, who played piano flawlessly in that scene, is also in this new Vincent Gargiulo oh, film. Good. Small part. Yeah. yeah, and actually the gal who played Jan in the reunion one that you were talking about, Ray, she's yeah. in this new movie too. It's uh it's Dark Crusader, but it's Vincent's Dark Crusader. Is is it the new one that's on that's like a half hour long about Des Moines, Iowa? No. no. Oh, it's, a, it's one that's not. He's still over. shooting this new one. Oh, yeah. oh okay. And, and I think it's going to be closer to an hour. But if you've looked on his page, it's one that's called Duluth is Horrible, and it's a black and white. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a really wonderful mood piece. Well, I saw it. It was in color. Duluth is Horrible. No. That, hmm. oh, oh, I think you're right. I think it's. Yeah. Uh, trailer that's in black and white maybe yeah oh okay yeah yeah i started watching it but i had to stop because but i'm gonna i'm gonna finish it's only like a half hour or something yeah yeah um yeah yeah and like you had estelle you had some of the most hilarious lines like one of them that stood out to me that was just so bizarre and funny and sick was like i think you said like hitler was an artist oh! or something like that and just the way you said it, I mean, you were so straight about it. I like. had to fucking sell that line. I mean, I grew up with the producers, <laughs> the soundtrack to the the film, the producers, where he goes, you know, Kenneth Morris goes, Hitler was an artist. He painted an apartment, two coats, one afternoon. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I really have to sell this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't, like, you, you just, you didn't. You just said it so, like so ephemerally, like it was such a like it was like this incredible deep thought that you had, you know, without a lot of you didn't. I don't know what the hell else to do because it was. Like, <laughs> how can you get away with saying something like that these days? I know. Right? <laughs> it was oh, so out funny. of the out of the blue too. Yeah, yeah. a yeah. WTF moment. <laughs> a what? WTF moment. Yeah, yeah. We had quite a few of those. It was like. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, make um, remarks about how cruel I am to the kid. Get that creepy kid out of here! Oh my God! Like, yeah, at the uh, at the Malibu Grand Prix. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoa, and then uh, when we're sitting outside Hotel. after Britannia Arms, and I go, "She's just a little, I don't know, a little some derogatory term that gets in the way." Yes, totally. And then when uh, when you when you met the uh, the swingers at at, at Malibu Grand Prix. <laughs> well, actually, that was at Britannia Arms afterwards, and they wanted us to come oh. to the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, 
Moose forgot his swimming didn't have his swimming suit. Oh, I didn't bring my swim trunks. Right. And then they like said how they liked that. All of a sudden, the camera cuts and like you can sort of see you guys running away, but mostly it's just you're not there anymore. Yeah. Well, I get I get this look like you are kidding me. And then I sort of drink up and get out, and then Moose kind of evaporates away. So how come Toasters is kind of nasty? Yeah, she's not the nicest. I I figured yeah. it was someone in his past, and and then you know I was maybe helping him exercise that I don't know, but yeah, she's she's not the greatest, and she does get humbled, you know, uh, when she yeah. leaves and you know on that train ride and realizes her dreams are like, yeah, and and she has to call Moose and say, look, I I was okay, I was a bitch. Yes, I'm, I I'm not over being a bitch, but I'm I'm trying, and I miss you, and I miss playing with you. Yeah, that was cool. I like that scene. It, it it was very redeeming scene for you. It made me realize that I think Toasters, from what it looked like to me, is she just was very ambivalent about doing this tour in the first place. And well, she, she realized thought it was going to be pretty, a whole other thing. Yeah, and as Based soon as like Don's from promises, day one. Yeah, from day one when you had to go into the thrift store and sing, that was yeah. it for you. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is not, this is a nightmare, which I think just put you in a permanent bad mood. <clears throat> yeah, That's what I, I was like. My character was not a happy camper either, but he was just pretty quiet about it until he got the song to sing on the street corner all by himself. Yeah, and then you play with that other band, and I think when when Marcy calls Mark, you know, later on. <sighs> You know, she realizes she has, you know, she hasn't been that cooperative. She has stepped on toes. She has hurt people. And she's not like totally redeemed or anything like that. But it's a it's a big realization for someone like her. And I think Mark uh, Moose is better about his boundaries because he doesn't really give a lot. You know, she really has to kind of talk. Him in. Yeah, yeah. I really like how you did that, that, that scene, um, Moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you know, um, she the was the on the phone. phone. Oh, the song was great. Yeah. 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 But, but the phone uh, call, how you handled. Yeah. The oh. phone call. Yeah. Like you didn't, you didn't easily do what she was trying to was get like, you to do. You didn't yeah. Pay. You were really good. That was good. Well, thank you. Really good. Yeah. 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 It kept the tension and you could great. see where the difference in your personalities and. Yeah, yeah, the, that was a great scene at the end there. I mean, it kind of put brought it all back together and made both of you, you could understand both people. Um, it's just a great movie. God. You know, I mean, ori- originally Vincent was going to film. Uh, Vincent was going to yeah, end. It is a cult film, absolutely. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, oh, I was going to say originally Vincent was going to end after the Chopin scene with the drummer going. Oh. oh. He was going to end. He did and he decided to, you know, <laughs> kind of finish the story. Oh, I'm glad he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so are we. And yeah, we're, it wouldn't have been the same movie. He has no all way. these things running through it. One of the things you probably notice is that there's definitely an underpants theme. Yes. <laughs> yes, like so, the, the, you had the, you had the, he sent in the America's Got Talent video with the underpants yeah. song. Yeah. And then there's the underpants uh, reference. In the acting class. Yes. At, yes. Where you, where you teach them how to act the scene, and they were much better than you. I have to 
tell you, toasters. I'm sorry. Uh... And she believes she's so much better than them. And and then when she's packing to get the hell out of the tour, there's underpants all over the motel room that she has to pack. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, um, toasters and I, Estelle and I, go on TikTok Live now almost every week because we're you know. There's fans. Yeah, we have a lot of fans, so we go and the song I'm not or where's my underpants is a request we get almost every week. Yeah. It's pretty popular. People love that song. I'm not homeless, which was actually written after the movie. Um, Some people. Of course, taste the biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, sometimes people go, can you do Steely? Can you do spooky tune? There you go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, your biscuit is the entree, your biscuit song. Yeah. And then, and then the rest is like dessert. I guess, yeah. I, you know, sometimes it is like the appetizer, and then we move on to. Sometimes they have other song requests because we want to. We want to do other things too. Well, and we did yeah. a we did a four song holiday album, Christmas album last uh, last December. Yeah. So we have a Christmas song called Christmas Biscuits. Yeah. Have you heard that one, Ray? Uh, I haven't, but on I'll YouTube. go find it. It's on YouTube. And yeah, are are, are your song is is there like. A soundtrack on Spotify or anything like that? It's on Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Okay, I saw that on Bandcamp. I haven't had a chance to listen yet, but I'm I don't know to. if it's. I know. I know some of the music is on Spotify and iTunes. All the streaming services, I guess. Yeah. But whether the, the soundtrack, I think, um, for sure, should be on Bandcamp, and then beyond. Yeah, it is on Bandcamp. I saw it yesterday, and there's all kinds of remixes. Oh, my God. oh, amazing! Everywhere. We should amazing. send you oh. some of those because, I mean, some of them are from, uh, you know, like hip hop artists, which actually kind of goes back to our roots in 2010 and 11, when it went kind of viral then, and George Lopez featured I it on that. his show with Billy, uh, Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, some yeah. of his guests would sing it, and then we had all these hip hop kids making. On YouTube back in 2010, there are little versions of it and kids from the Midwest and then fish fans. I mean, what kind of demographic is that? It was wild. I, I didn't hear about it back then. I It, oh. it seems like it's bigger now. It seems like oh, the yeah. surge oh, yeah. is bigger, right? Yeah, but it kind of so, so does, is it, you know. Yeah. Like, so, so this is not something, this is not a flash in the pan thing. So this is, um, this is continuing and growing and becoming a, it has its own life. I mean, so one person will post "Taste the Biscuit" on their Instagram and get a million views just from like one person. You mean like wow. from like from a celebrity or just not even a celebrity, That's just somebody celebrity. who has a lot of followers? Yeah. I mean, maybe they are a celebrity and I don't know it, but yeah. But that was another thing too. I mean, people like Snoop Dogg and Kiwi Herman and all these other Amy West Sarah. Love. They all yeah. posted it last year. Yeah, and there's still people posting it. And then these studios, there's this one called Company Dumps, and then one of the guys in that is uh, King Killer Studios, and they did like he they did it like a a disco version with like wild lights, and then they did a a grunge version, and then they did um, kind of a funk hip hop version and. They used AI to get Notorious Big to rap to it. It was it's wild. We should send it to you because we're just like going. I heard oh, that I and hear I went, that. Oh shit, that's it's gonna great. Clubs, that's going to hit the clubs. Notorious Big. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I want to hear that for yeah. sure. And and then there's other ones too. You know, there's all these things that you know. Uh, 
sometimes it's fans or you know just other musicians and stuff there's one that's kind of there's a couple that are kind of fun where so they can duet it in tiktok so yeah and add their screen to your screen next to it or whatever so there yeah. end up being three really good musicians that are like playing drums playing bass playing guitar and then tom i saw that one i think you tagged me on it somebody else playing like a, a guitar today yeah. and it, but it was more country you know like yeah wow. it, on tiktok it started out with and you know a lot of people do this on tiktok with different videos but they took the original Taste the Biscuit video and then some guy duetted it and added a guitar track and then somebody else added a bass track and then exactly. the drummer. So it gets layered and it becomes like this incredible. Yeah, this great jazz piece. And you're like, whoa, nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, when we when I played the Billy Ray Cyrus singing that the first little part there yeah. my wife goes whoa he sounds good yeah he's got that lounge <laughs> thing down right totally this good there's also a death metal version which i personally oh, yeah. love yeah. on youtube death metal taste the biscuit death metal oh, yeah wow. and there's stuff that's kind of uh kind of caribbean and there's a guy from uh a guy or gal i'm not sure from africa who does this i i can't even mimic it but it's totally great it's got a great groove to it we'll sing it in different languages oh yeah there was one with a uh back when they were doing the 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 vacation lady the chrome lady yeah are you familiar with that no okay for a while it was called the vacation walk and it's this filter yeah she's yeah and and your face is put on top this chrome female body wearing a short off the shoulder purple dress on the beach and somebody started doing taste the biscuit with that and it just went on and on and on and on but there's one there's a there's a kid from wales wearing that because it became a halloween costume (laughs) and and he's singing it in Wales in welsh you know and i saw one in uh, irish gaelic too and they're like incredible oh they translated it yeah i mean they're saying it in their language oh and i would love to get more of that and go taste the biscuit bringing people together globally yeah there's there's so many versions and to this day people are still just now hearing the song for the first time and they have no idea like who did it originally yeah, so we're constantly explaining ourselves yeah like i'll see some like funny like tiktok thing where somebody is lip syncing to our song and they think oh this is a new song yeah yeah it's like uh i think it was a couple three months ago uh far out which is a british magazine um featured us and you know the song and everything and it was a whole new pile of people from yeah. those islands going what you know? like what's this I, what's this song what the bloody hell is this you know <laughs> maybe you can end up on like the tonight show or something well, we're on Access Daily with Mario Lopez, who goes, now, are you guys a couple? And I had to be a smart ass and go, a couple of what? But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rolling Stone interviews right away and, and all these other. Oh, you got an interview on Rolling Stone? Oh, yeah, this right is away. Great, that was last great, year. Great oh. Rolling Stone article. Yeah. Oh, I have to find that. Check it out. Okay. Yeah, it, it actually talks, was pretty succinct. It was good. Yeah, and it talks all about the Chrome Lady thing. That too. So, so yeah. have you made millions of dollars on this yet? <laughs> I'm kidding. 
<laughs> Internet fame does not pay the rent. We, we have made a little bit. Yeah. Cameo requests, you know, for greetings and stuff on the cameo. Oh, that must be fun. It yeah. is fun. It actually may, you know, I, I'm i going to come circle back around to this, why we, we keep doing it, at least personally. Yeah. But also our merchandise is maybe because it's the holidays, our merchandise is taking off a little. Oh, so, bet, you know, it's yeah. a little pocket change, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Wise, you know, groceries or gas. But really, if you knew how many, and when I say kids, I mean from 20 to 50, maybe. How many kids have written in and said, I have been depressed for so long, and your song was the first thing that made me smile or laugh in whatever time period. Two months, well, two years. I, I had the same experience. I mean, not not necessarily like terribly depressed, but it's just like there's something about I know. Especially I Taste know. the Biscuit. I mean, I don't know what it is, but it just makes you smile. I mean, it's it's so wacky. It's, and... It is. It's playful, it's wacky, it's weird, it's catchy. Well, Um, it's playful and it does have, you know, potential double entendre and all that. Right. At first it seems like that. Yeah. yeah. Kids love it. Well, at first it's like the double entendre thing going and then that kind of disappears and then it's just about not screwing up my Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, it's like. uh, um, There was a girl on TikTok who did this lovely kind of revelation of hers and she said you know life is like the biscuit you do want to taste the honey sauce you do want <laughs> you know the the butter spread and and this is that and, and she goes but if you don't want it on your chicken wings you set your boundary i mean it was a whole thing and i was going <laughs> oh my god it was really deep i loved yeah, it i mean it was very heartfelt and, I bet. and to make people happy i mean even on our live shows people go this is the bright spot of my week. And you're like, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So so when when is your live show? It's on TikTok? Yeah. Is that right? It, when, yeah. when is it again? Well, we have been doing oh, Fridays, but right now we're not using the studio. So I'm okay. uh, getting over to Tom in San Francisco when I can. And then we kind of go from there. Sometimes we just, like yesterday. The last couple of weeks, it's just been spontaneous. We got together to do oh, okay. it. It's like, oh, let's go live. So, yeah. So people have to have their like notifications on or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although yeah. we still end up getting a fair chunk of people, which surprised oh, me. Oh, yeah. We had good. 950 viewers yesterday or yeah. the other day. Yeah. Wow. So, so if I know ahead of time, and we might not know till two days ahead of time and go, okay, you know, it's confirmed. Yeah. Then usually one of the others may do a quick you know, video on TikTok and throw it on the rest of the media just to say, hey, it'll be Tuesday at noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so so in the in the film, was it all scripted or was some of it improvised? Like how much of it was improvised? How much was scripted? It's... Mostly scripted. I mean, he would throw yeah. us in those um, those open mics and things like that. And so like mm-hmm. in the uh, Montgomery BART station, you know, where it's empty. You know, yeah. there's an older guy that looks a little interested. And then there's a young guy and Don Allen is showing him his record collection. Yeah, I love that. That guy just walked up. Both no way. Just walked up. Oh, I thought for sure he was an actor. I, I think not. Is well, that- there was an actor. that Maybe Vincent- it was the young guy, but not the older guy. Yeah, one oh, of those okay. guys was an actor. Yeah, I think it, had it, was to, the it had to have been the guy with the records. The young yeah, guy. Yeah, it, I yeah. think he was the one that was scripted. But in other scenes. You kind of go, okay, so that just happened. 
<laughs> like um, we're in the in the taste the biscuit scene at the beginning where we're sitting there going waiting for Don, and this cute girl comes up and offers him her sandwich, and he throws it at Tom throws it at her and goes, "I'm not homeless." That was one of the crew. Oh, that was great. That was I totally that. scripted. Yeah. Totally scripted. Almost everything it was? was scripted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Almost everything. And I, I, one I, take. One take. I love the blanket. Um, oh my god. If you can't wake up with toasters and moose on top of you, that's the next best thing or something. I still have the blanket. I'm looking at it, actually. You want to see it? Yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have the original coffee mug that we had in the movie. Oh, okay. Just both ran away. Sorry about that. (laughs) That's okay. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit and the honey sauce. There we go. I don't know how much of this you can see. Okay. There, oh, that's good. There you are. Is that how she looks? That's photoshopped. <clears throat> yeah, it was some kind of, it's woven. It's not like the fleece stuff we have now. It was woven. It is oh, really okay. one of a kind and it was a one of a kind, one of a kind order. So it was yeah. woven. And yeah, the, the photographic image, which it was a photograph we took at the time, you know, during the movie. Uh, it's frighteningly accurate. <laughs> Well, I was just I, quoting you. I was quoting you from the movie. You're right. Like, because is that how I look? Have, have I, I always look. looked like that? Yeah. <laughs> and this is our, they're, the ones we have on the website uh, are black, I think. But this was from the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Toasters. and I don't have mine anymore. Bracked. Yeah. Uh, well, you have to get another one on your website. And, and the Jesus pencils are gone. Oh, yeah. God, the Jesus pencils. That looks like Jesus. Yeah. Well, those were actually from his very, one of his very first movies called I Am Jesus Christ. And I think Jesus Christ is auditioning for a musical. <laughs> I love Vincent. Yeah. God, he's great. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to talk to him. I, I think you would. I think you would. He's, he's yeah. uh, quite Maybe you could send me his contact info. Sure. And he yeah. has a band now, and we've—I've I, I been in several of the band's videos, music videos. Um, yeah, and they're they're very Vincent. I mean, the song he did, he came out with a an album last year called "The Natural World," and it's wild and weird, and yet there's some very sweet stuff in it. You know, there's like things about yeah. the way we live, which is, you know, not necessarily a good thing. But it's he, it's fun too. Although, he should collaborate with um, Christopher Guest and Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> and they should do something yeah. together. It would be like the most. It would win Academy Awards. That would be people, beyond people, amazing. People have mentioned, you know, him and those those guys. Also, believe it or not, John Waters. You know, oh yeah, for others. sure. Yeah, and yeah. they go, dude. And I'm like, yeah, this, and I, I think it's. Oh, I feel yeah, like, the movie is similar to Hairspray. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I that's why I think we always want to mention him and go, you know, we're doing our thing in it for damn sure, and and yes, we are putting it in, especially you know, pretty much daily these days. Yeah, but Vincent really is, you know, the the creative spirit behind that, and he yeah. does so many other things. Um. You know, on top of a full-time job, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah, what does he do for a living? He is now an office manager, some... A building manager, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, in San... No, it's in Oakland. Chronicle Books, I think is where... Yeah. 
Yeah, he he worked for a library when we were doing Chickens in the Shadows. And amazingly, he would save up money from his job. Now, he may have used credit cards, too, but that's how he paid for the movie. I and see. then now I think he has a, a better job. But uh-huh. God, it's amazing what he can do were, with Zippo budget. Were, were there any scene? I mean, you can really. I mean, and, and, and that was actually, and that was back in 2000, what, 2010 before you could use an iPhone to make a movie. Oh, I yeah. mean, now you can make a movie with your iPhone, does it in 4K and have all yeah. these attachments you can stick on. Right. So, Although he's still using cameras and he uses a camera crew and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were there any scenes that were cut that you h- wished were in the film? Oh, I don't know about that. I remember um, there was one, I don't know, I don't think this was in the in the script, but we stopped <laughs> at like an outhouse and I said, oh, Vincent, you, you have to, you have to film me when I come out of the outhouse. And he did. And I'm like, oh, you have to put that in the film or something. But, you know, it wasn't in the script, I don't think. And it, it obviously didn't make it to the film. But God, I can't think. I remember being a little disappointed that there wasn't the scene of Moose coming out of the outhouse. <laughs> well, it seems like he was very efficient and planned everything really well. And Oh, yeah. Because you did it in such a short time. It's, and you did a lot with one take, apparently. Yeah. And he would, he yeah. would do. Oh, yeah. A lot of things. But yeah. he would do. uh He's very structured, and yet he knows how to roll with it. And oh, yeah, okay. totally! Yeah. So, like, he yeah. came to my house, and he goes, "I was living in San Jose at the time, South San Jose," and he goes, "This is a pretty groovy place. Would you mind if we shot the beginning scenes here?" I'm like, "No, that'd be great." So that's at my old house, you know, when Don Allen comes in with the blanket, you know, and we pack up in the morning in the in the driveway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Vincent is very good at like just like like Estelle said, rolling with it. Cause the Britannia Arms, I think it was, we scoped the place out a week before and they had this great room oh, yeah. to, with a stage off to the side. We're like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> and then a week later we came in to shoot the scene and they had walled it off. It was just that drywall behind us. That's oh, why no. there's drywall behind us, because it, it was like that room with the stage was completely walled off. So so Vincent had to, you know, go, well, we're just going to make it work. Yeah. Is the Britannia Arms the, where you had the first song at the beginning? No, it, it, oh. it was later on, and it was where Hunchback, I'm going to hunt you from the Oh, back. okay. With the, yeah. Oh, that's the big drywall behind. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, that's what and we and did, then round that first and around. Song, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's the big, I saw the drywall behind you, which actually made it better because and, uh, the get drywall out looked like you were just in some crappy old place. Yeah, added to the feeling. Yeah, the opening song "Rock Your Body Home," which is at the end of the movie, that was yeah. in Panama Red. Yeah, and, at the beginning uh, and the end. Yeah. Okay, all right. Panama Red, Concord, I think. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and and uh, actually, the very last little scene, um, uh, which looks like something from a, a grade C La Dolce Vita or something, um, yeah. that was shot in. You talk about the Easter egg thing? Yes, the Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was shot in Vincent's apartment at the time in San Francisco. Oh, oh okay. I was and, like, and... I go, where are we going to shoot this? He goes, my apartment. Where did he find the young ladies who were also in the scene? I think he probably put a notice. I don't know where. You know, <laughs> Craigslist. Or I guess they were, they, they were very them. convincing. I don't know. 
Yeah, but that was pretty As good. were you. <laughs> <laughs> this was before OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. Yeah. Ow! I mean, the thing with the dollar bill. Is- oh, my God. And the guy, and I never noticed this until more recently, the guy's going. <laughs> I didn't have to go watch it again. I'm so glad I kept it going. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people miss that. They do. Oh, yeah. They do. And we- people started mentioning it because I had forgotten about it, too. In fact, I was watching it and I went, oh, yeah. We had I a- love how it refers back to a little line you had just before. Yeah, L.A. Yeah, Zoo. Yeah. This little, you know, the, the title has nothing to do with the movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a screening uh, last year. Like, I think it was around this time last year uh, at a place. I can't remember the Clarion. San Francisco. Yeah, it was in Chinatown. And yeah. uh, we had a, we had a screening and. When the credits came on, they turned on all the lights, and the people that have seen the movie before were like, "No, no, no, no!" <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. That yeah, was great. Pretty funny. Yeah, I we we're not really in touch with um, T. M. Connolly, who was the guy who played Don Allen. I think he got in touch with Vincent when all this kind of went viral, and we thought we were going to see him. Yeah, he's never shown up, and I thought he was just lovely. And and oh, me too. Yeah. Uh, same with the little girl. She's yeah. Now she lives up in Sacramento somewhere, and I she was heard really from good. her. And then, how weird! You would think they'd want to. I know. Have fun. Yeah. Uh, I and there's little things in the movie too where, uh, like when the waitress, like just. Breaks the fourth wall for some absurd reason. Oh, oh, at the Malibu Grand so, Prix. Yeah, it's like I don't like people acting that way, but it was nice to. I won't screw it up for people. To see it. <laughs> yeah, it but, was nice. Uh, to, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, that was hilarious. Yes, uh, it it's was like completely out of the blue, and then the only I think it was the only time in the movie where that happened. Mm-hmm. I think. I think you're and, right. And it breaks all rules of movie making. And I bet he did it on purpose. It was perfect. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> how did you do how did you do the video of uh the 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 one that he sent to America's Got Talent? I guess I guess it just oh. had to do with the way he did the cam the underpants yeah. song. We went to uh the Star and the Plow or the Plow, plow and the Stars. Plow. In, in Berkeley at night. Okay. And again, another open mic. And he deliberately, you know, did the camera, you know, like oh, that. Okay. And I think he, he might have recorded on his phone for all I know. It looks like me. Yeah, because the quality sort of, you know. Bad, which it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, another friend of an acting friend happened to be in Berkeley. And so there was one friendly face out there. Oh, okay. And we were, I had a, I had a wig on. And I think maybe you had a cap or something. Tom, oh yeah, and you did. You made my you. We darkened your beard or whatever. It's hard to tell because yeah. it's so bad. That's... Yeah, and we wore different clothes. Yeah, yeah. So and, um, and, and, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, as you know from seeing the film, like a lot of the songs, Moose doesn't actually play because he programs the keyboard i know she says that later like can't you just play so i can i learned i learned all the songs well enough where i could like fake like okay there's a you know 
but I really probably wouldn't have been able to actually play them in the, at the time. But, you know, now I'm playing them because we're on TikTok. But I was going to say, right. uh, I did play when we did Spooky Tune. I did. Uh, um, oh, that's right. That wasn't Casio, huh? And obviously I played, uh, I think, on the Disconnect song. But uh, the, I was going to say the Underwear song, for some reason, was like the hardest song for me because Vincent wrote it in a certain way where you're saying, where's my underpants? certain number Where, of times like a certain number of times and then you go where did my, my underpants, underpants go? go and then oh. you sing it then you sing a bunch you sing where's my underpants a bunch more times but it's a different number than the first time yeah it's so like it's, five times the first time and seven times the next time. oh it's like sweeney todd and it yeah <laughs> sorry it's, i was in sweeney todd you have to no, do like I, sweeney, I, sweeney. I hear you you just kind of go You're like <laughs> Vincent deliberately wrote it a certain way. So like when we started performing it, he's like, no, that's not right. You have to get <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. At one point, Tom, Tom was, uh, you know, looking out for me and these songs were difficult to sing. Um, you know, uh, even though I kind of had the range for it, my, my voice has changed a little and I think is more comfortable with a lot of it. But, um, but Tom, you know, said, you know, some of these seem a little low, you know, maybe Estelle could hit them better if um, we trend. And he goes, no, that's the way I want them. I was yep, like, exactly. Well, like, he was right inside, because I'm it like, was, inside, I'm like, they were kind of, yeah, they were kind of low and for awkward. you, which actually is what makes it so what it is. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, when I thought, at the time, I thought he hates me. No, you don't. Like the way he made the movie, you don't want it to be perfectly. I know. In your range. I, I just want because to be then decent. it wouldn't have that little edge of pathos or yeah. I mean, I'm us sure feeling sorry went, for him. He goes, "I'm sure he went. Oh, this is dreadful. Exactly what I wanted." <laughs> so, so Ray, do you know that Toasters and Moose performed at South by Southwest this year? No. Yes. Yeah, so, wow. uh, we were invited by Terry Crews. In fact, Speak of America's Got Talent, he's the host. Yeah. He's like, a huge Toasters and Moose fan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and we, uh, Armani White, who's a rapper I'd never heard of, they're very good, um, we opened, the opened show. for us, and then we opened for Thundercat. You wow. know who that is? Yeah. Uh, I I've didn't. heard of them. I don't know their music. I've heard of them. He's great. He's like yeah. kind of a cross between hip hop and jazz and Chick Corea and and wow, some of his, you know the old you know jazz fusion guys because some of his stuff is like I was like oh my god yeah Vin Vincent would occasionally field these requests like oh you come play at a party in Pittsburgh PA or you know and like none of these things actually materialized and then That's, Terry yeah. contacted us yeah and we're like. Let's see what happens. And it actually happened. He hired us to play. He had a faux, a faux camp presidential campaign rally for his character, uh, President Camacho, which, which is a character he played in this cult film, Idiocracy, <laughs> which is hilarious. You know Idiocracy, Ray? No, no, I don't. I didn't either. Um, yeah. But he plays, it's in the set in the future, and he is the president. What's it called? State. Idiocracy. Okay. Idiocracy. And, uh, yeah so so and they had vincent write a campaign song for the party there was like 600 people there it was wild we did a we did wow. a 30 minute set we had no idea like how people would respond oh and they adored us 
Well, we came out, we came out and, and Armani white was very energetic and got them all, you know, going and we come out and everybody looks at us. They're all pretty young mostly. And they're like, wow, they're old. They're white. They're cute. What do they do? (laughs) Our first song was I'm not homeless. And they were singing along. Oh yeah. They were singing and dancing with it. You you know where you guys would be a huge hit, but it might be kind of expensive, but Edinburgh uh, Fringe Festival. Oh, let's go. They would, you would sell out. I, I went there in 2003 for some other reason at some other yeah. show, but I'd love to go back to Edinburgh. I think, I think you'd be, I think you'd do very well there. That reminds me, Ray, you remember a lady, she just recently passed away in the last year or two. Ruth, her name was Ruth, I think. And she was like this, uh, Ruth E comic, like grandma comic. And she played Edinburgh every year. What is her name? Oh, uh, no. Is she from around here? Yeah, she was a Bay Area gal. Uh, her name is Ruth. I think her name was Ruth. Hmm, I don't know. But but, sounds familiar. You know, I, I, I don't know. I was flashing on her because she she would go to uh, that Fringe Festival every year. Yeah, yeah. The Fringe she was like in her eighties cool. and doing stand up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you guys. I know it's a lot of work to get over there, but I yeah. think you'd be. I think you'd be a huge hit there. It would be fun. Yeah, you're right. You it's some... a lot to arrange, but. Yeah, it's a Pretty lot. Cool. It's a lot. Yeah, we yeah. do have some fans across it the costs, pond. Yeah, yeah. But you might, you might be able. It. I think that if you did as well as I think you might, you might you might be able to pay for it. <laughs> that would be nice. That would yeah. be nice. for that. Yeah. Because it's kind of act that people love there. Yeah, you I know? think so. Yeah. I think they would actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my my feeling is like like I said, we did a thirty minute set at South by Southwest. I feel like thirty minutes is perfect for toasters and moose yeah well if you, if you go to the fringe festival at least when i went this is you know literally 20 years ago um uh the performance length is an hour max yeah oh maybe work i think you could stretch it out to 45 and yeah do get it. away with it yeah yeah oh so it's like the, you could just you do a dance dialogue. break you could do a dance yeah. break tom well you could have a director and come up with some dialogue and stuff yeah yeah well yeah vincent created some dialogue for us when we played in uh, Austin for South by Southwest. Oh yeah. So. yeah. And a few bits. We did, he so did an cool. underwear bit. So when we did, where's my underpants, he had put clean, you know, at packages of new underwear underneath these various tables and counters and stuff. And then uh, president Camacho was throwing his t-shirts at the crowd. <laughs> so they were all like scrambling. People were throwing the underwear. I mean, it was, I love it. Yeah. God, it's so it's so great. This is what we need these days, you know. It is. I, I so think that's the negative. If you read the the, if you get a chance to read the the Rolling Stone interview, I'm I mean, I thought the guy was going to be real snarky with, and he was very nice, and he really got it. And at the end, he said, you know, um, this is, I think, you know, I think they, I, in a sense, he said, you know, they're flawed and earnest, and they're fun, and. It's absurd, and God knows we need something like that right now. Exactly. That's how I feel. I think that's why <laughs> this is like caught on when it did. It's just like the perfect timing. Yeah. Yes, because that's- like usually when you turn on the news or you turn on the TV or you look at YouTube, it's just you know Trump this, Biden that, war, and like after just like wears you down, yeah, and then all of a sudden there's where's the taste of the biscuit? biscuit, and like your life is transformed 
It used to be cat videos. It used to be cat videos. It used to be cat videos, and now it's Taste the Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a blast. Thank yeah. you. We had a great time, and I'm loving seeing you. We'll have to catch up and see, you know, yeah. aside from this, what you know, you've been up to and I've been up to. But I'm we should so get together to for uh, coffee or something, yeah. the three of us. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Toasters and Moose. World famous memes. Viral. The whole bit. Go check out Chickens in the Shadows. It's on YouTube. The full, the full movie. You'll enjoy it. If you like uh, Christopher Guest or John Waters or any movies like that, you'll love Chickens in the Shadows. Okay, folks. It's been real. It's been fun. And it's also been real fun. And until next time, I will see you on the boards. Take care of yourself. I am an old woman Named after my mother My old man's another Child that's grown old. If dreams were lightning, thunder was desire, this old house would have burned down a long time ago. Make me an angel that flies from Montgomery. Make me a poster. I'm an old rodeo.